David Addison, plenty, plenty to look forward to, the British Touring Car Championship for 2016. It's one of those entry lists that when you look closely, you find more, um, because from the outside, you, you start off by thinking, well, you've got Gordon Shedden and Matt Neal and Jason Plato, and you've got Andrew Jordan, for example, and we know about them. But then yeah. you look a bit more closely, and you think, oh, well, yes, OK, so we've got new parts coming in this year, and engines are changing a little bit, and people are going from different teams to another team, and then you've got a new car in the Subaru, and you've got some new teams coming in, and you've got new drivers, and you've... Yeah, actually, there's quite a lot to look for. Oh, and we've changed the way we're going to do the grid for, for race two, go back to the old system. And you add all that together, and suddenly you've got an awful lot to look for. And I think it's going to be one of those years that changes uh, as, as we go on, because what you'll have... 30 races is a lot anyway. It's a long story. But when you consider that the Subarus are a new car for BMR, but they're still building hopefully we'll have all four for the first round but there'll be no testing how quick are they going to be to begin with and how much quicker will they get and so it could be that early on in the year your motor-based fords and your dynamics hondas for example are racking up the points and taking the wins but come mid-season the whole dynamic of the championship could be changing because these subarus now are the cars to have yeah. potentially um, remember last year when motorbase arrived mid-season and the ford focus was absolutely bang on the money it was a very different look to the championship matt jackson ballast free was getting pole positions and winning races well it could be that the subaru is the equivalent car depending on how long it takes to get that up to speed and then factor into it you've got jason who has been busily involved in getting that deal jason plato and you've got colin turkington as another former champion in the team but jason's going to feel quite a bit of ownership about that so he's going to want to make sure he's top dog so how is the dynamic going to be in that team just amongst the drivers? How's Motorbase going to be? Because Matt Jackson has kind of been overshadowed a bit in all the winter talk with Andrew Jordan going there with the Pertec racing budget. That's kind of Matt's pitch. He's been there almost mad and boy. You know, he's been there for the last few years and he's won races and he's been a runner-up in the championship. He's no dummy. And here's Andrew, who's won the championship admittedly, but he's arrived into his team... How's that going to pan out? At the moment, they're all smiles and best yeah. mates, but we've got 30 races, yeah? A long way to go. Absolutely. There's a lot to look for. The great thing for yourself and uh, from Tim Harvey up in the commentary box and you covering the, the 30 races that you just touched on, uh, David, what makes it so great is all that you've just mentioned and it happens year in, year out. You can never predict who's going to win that race, can you? And that's what makes this uh, championship so fascinating. And that's why people watch. You know, If you like the Australian Grand Prix could virtually predict the order um, people wouldn't tune in and you have all the components you have great racing fundamentally but it's great racing between cars that everybody can relate to people turn up at the circuit in their one series BMW or their Honda Civic or whatever it might be so that's another dimension they know what they're looking at because a McLaren or a um, Sauber means nothing to anybody really uh, and then you've got heroes and villains you know you've got people like Jason that courts all the drama you've got nice guys, you've got the underdog you've got all these different characters coming in you've got drivers that are new this year so you're going to want to see how they get on you've got Kelvin Fletcher from Emmerdale who will bring a whole different uh, audience because they want to see how he gets on and the important thing is that Kelvin is a very very handy racing driver, it's going to take him a while to get up to speed with this nuance of car but the ability is there as we've seen when he drove in the Carrera Cup a couple of years back and what he's done in club racing, he's a really handy peddler uh, and I wish him well in this because it's a big, big, not a gamble, it's a big challenge given the hectic filming that he's got um, and then you've got people like Tom Ingram and you've got Adam Morgan that in, in Adam's case has had some some win but both of them are, are wanting to take that next step you know Tom hasn't had a victory but he's so close Adam Morgan needs to become a regular so 
you can categorise the entry list into all of these different columns of champions, uh, existing race winners, nearly men, underdogs, um, heroes, villains, and, and watch how all the battles pan out. And on top of all of that, if you just take driver speed, you've kind of got three races. You've yeah. got all the stars at the front. You've got the midfield of the the quick ams if you like and then you've got the inexperienced drivers or the the not so quick having their own battle at the back so you've got this great depth of action across the 32 cars and a championship that you would have thought again that's going to go to the wire and what's so fantastic about it and we'll touch on some of the names that you just mentioned there adam morgan tom uh, ingram they can all win races and they can take points away from the guys that you think would be pretty much at the top of the pile but they they win races and they could win that ultimately that last race which could ultimately have a, a massive effect on where that championship goes when we go back to brands in october every race can have a massive effect because you just cannot predict you know how many times have we looked at a, a weekend and thought yeah we know what's going to happen here you think and then snetterton last year gordon Shedden had that that dreadful uh, weekend and really looked to be in trouble Jason Plato last year went into the second half of the season seemingly on the crest of a wave and then it kind of unravelled think back to when Andrew Jordan won the championship in that second race there was contact between him and Aaron Smith broken suspension AJ part by the side of the road suddenly oh this could be going away from him yeah. you just never know and again if you you almost have to watch every previous weekend before you get to the next one just to keep your brain going on how the story has evolved because when you get to Browns in October so much has happened since you were there in early April and you think oh gosh yeah of course because that car was right up there at the start of the year and look how it's dropped and look how others have, have come on stream nothing stays the same it doesn't and you touched on uh, Emmerdale didn't you it is a bit like a soap opera and it's fantastic and that's why it gets such good good viewing figures and here's another one here's another one um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another actor that's been in two soaps at the same time but it's kind of that's what Kelvin's done isn't it? that's what Kelvin um, has isn't, it, yeah. isn't he I, I, I hope that he is able to race with other people and, and have some good battles because it, seasoned racing drivers will tell you these are not easy cars to learn. We've got the new parts, okay, that might help him to an extent. Um, but anybody that comes into this championship and finds themselves off the back of the grid by two or three seconds and on their own um, is going to be demoralised and it doesn't look good for, for fans, especially if, if Emmerdale fans are expecting Kelvin to win races. He won't win races, I don't think, unless there's a, 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 a fluke situation. But he's got the ability to run, you know, midfield uh, and get stuck in he's got decent racecraft uh, but I think it's good that he's here and I hope that on the back of that it brings some more people to have a look at the British Touring Car Championship and wouldn't it be lovely somehow if there could be a bit of a crossover and lurking outside um, the pub in Emmerdale Village there was a touring car in one episode I think that would be great I don't think we should discount that or say that it isn't going to happen but I look forward to the new season the first episode which kicks off uh, at Brands in what, about 11 days time David always a pleasure thank you so much indeed good Thanks, to catch up with you thank you, thank you.